Welcome to another edition of 99 Questions. I'm your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people, interesting questions, and join with me today. Uh, There's a lot of credits here, so let's... uh, (laughs) I'm going to say a regular on Whose Line Is It Anyway? The co-host of uh, the very popular CBS uh, Let's Make a Deal, uh, the founder of the You Jokes YouTube channel, uh, and about 50 other credits that I'll uh, ramble on about a little later, uh, Jonathan Magnum. Hey, uh, thank how you, How are Bob. you today? I'm good. It's funny. You remind me of a story where, because I've worked so much with Wayne uh, Brady, who's, you know, obviously from Let's Make a Deal on Who's Line, I, I, occasionally I'll do a gig where it's just me and not him, <laughs> and I'll tell them how to introduce me. I'm like, do it this way. And sometimes they won't listen to me, and they'll start <laughs> off the introduction by going, you know him from Who's Line, and let's make a deal. And the audience is like, oh! And it's like, Jonathan Mayhem. And everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, that's, that's fine. <laughs> so, so, uh, I like to really take the air out of the room right exactly, up front. Exactly, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, Jonathan, thank you so much for uh, agreeing to do this. Uh, sure, man. Uh, I think this will be a, a fun little romp today. Well, you, uh, you hacked my, my bank. And um, threatened to not release the funds unless I did it. So I'm 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 down. Got to do what you got to do. You, you know, gotta, you got you got to hustle, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's Holly weird, baby. <laughs> uh, but where would we be without a couple little uh, ground rules, terms and conditions right up front? Uh, we'll run through real quick here. Like ground rule number one: take as much time or as little time as you need to answer a question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding, I want to hear that story. Okay. Uh, Ground rule number two, Uh, this ain't 60 minutes by any means. Uh, There's nothing here to get you, but if you want to skip over anything, we could skip over it. No judgment, no worries. Okay. And ground rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, uh, in terms of the English language, these are definitely not all questions. Some of them are prompts. Some of them are just words that I put a question mark at the end of. There might be a (laughs) follow-up. All I'm saying is don't count them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I won't. So the first of those uh, non-counting questions, are you ready? Oh, so that number one is that. Yeah, well, let me go into a story then. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no. Yes, of course. I am ready. I am ready. Perfect. One down. All right. Well, here, the true question number one. Ah, oh, here we go. What's the perfect breakfast? So the 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 longer answer is that it depends on how, like, the, throughout my life, there's been different great Ooh. breakfasts. But, but for the, at least for the last 15 years, being a, uh, having lived in Southern California now for, God, 25 years, uh, huevos rancheros is almost impossible to be beat because you get the eggs and you get the spiciness underneath it, sometimes beans, and then it's all in, like, crunchy tortilla, and you break the egg open, and the yellow goes across the, the oh. eggs and the salsa, and, and you get the, the cojita cheese on top. Oh, man, that is... It's it's hard to beat that for me. It's a work of art. It's it's yeah. practically a work of art. It is. And if I was if I was twelve years old, it would be uh, Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats, <laughs> which are also very good. Also very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question number two. Okay. Who's the coolest dude? 
Uh, gosh, who is the cool? There, there's cool dudes, but the coolest. Ah, oh, man. I think Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones. He's fictional. Wow. He didn't step specify if he had to be Absolutely. fictional or he's the coolest dude because he's he's understated and and he's a badass and he like he says in the movie he's making it up as he goes along which is improv uh, right there for you so <laughs> i'm going to say uh, Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones i loved it when Harrison Ford yes and did the boulder it was uh, <laughs> yeah, classic he did he did great space work oh it's so good <laughs> zip zap zap that hat right from under That's the right. thing it's beautiful <laughs> Uh, question three, steak, chicken, or fish? That's, you know, food is so, food is good. And I love food and man, I, I'll eat all, I'll eat all of it. I will Ooh. eat all of that. Sometimes I will often order a, uh, uh if, if I'm at a Mexican restaurant, a, uh, uh, fajitas with, with steak and chicken and shrimp. I get Whoa. all of it. And I put it in a tortilla, um, Southern California has the best Mexican food in the world. It really does. Um, Sorry, Mexico. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Somehow here is just, and I've had it in Mexico too. It's really good, but man, I got to tell you. I made a very poor decision not having dinner before this podcast recording, because now that's all I want. (laughs) You're just gonna you're just gonna read uh, menu items off of menus and ask if I if I think I'd like it for ninety nine menus items. <laughs> Number four, uh, nachos grande. Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, question four, uh, best gift you've ever gotten. I don't, I, I'm, I'm gonna assume you mean like a gift, like on our birthday or Christmas, and not like the gift of children that my wife uh, gave to me. Um, the best gift I've ever gotten. I, th- I think the, the the coolest gift I've gotten is um, uh, I'm 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 a amateur musician. I love keyboards, and so um, there's a keyboard called the Polybrute, which is uh, a super awesome analog six voice from Arturia, and I just got that uh, for uh, actually for Christmas from my family, and they surprised me. Usually, I'm the kind of guy that like you you can't get me a gift because if it's something I want, I've already researched it. Uh, weeks watching videos and knowing everything and so they completely surprised me and got me something that i would have loved if i had heard about it and i hadn't and they didn't surprise me so that was awesome that's amazing it's it's a combination of it being a cool gift and also being able to surprise me with something that i didn't think i needed and now it's like oh man it's awesome a genuine surprise gift in like adulthood it's so rare it 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 sticks with you. It, really it does. does. It absolutely does. Also, I can't remember any other gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's that's the one I remember from Christmas this year. Takes the trophy. I love it. Uh, number five, yeah. best gift you've ever given. Um, the best gift I've given. I remember uh, getting my wife a gift one time. She was complaining. She had we weren't married yet, but she had moved in, and she was complaining that there was not a lot of drawers for her. So I went out and bought this uh, for her birthday, like a, a, it's a taller kind of um, uh, a dresser and there's six drawers and in each drawer, I put something cool. And on top of it, I I put the cool thing on top of a bed of uh, marshmallows because she loves marshmallows. So each drawer (laughs) was loaded with marshmallows. And then in the bottom drawer was a, was an iPod 
Do you remember what those are? Oh, and then there was flowers in one of the other drawers. There was, um, uh, she loved the Sunday paper. So it was that Sunday's paper. And there were two other cool things. And it was just, it was a, a really fun gift to uh, put together and give to her. That's, I, I can hear pens jotting down romantic gift suggestions across the country. It's very yeah. good. Marshmallows and furniture. There you go. <laughs> you know my band, Marshmallows yeah, and Furniture. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love the, the songs they sing. Question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Uh, electrical engineer was what I wanted. And I assume Ooh. this because I, le- I, um, I like to take things apart quite a bit. Um, I just... I thought it was cool this, how stuff worked. I didn't quite uh, like going to school for that. And so after one year of, of that, I was like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> but I was, I was really a bold kid. I remember uh, my mom would, um, she'd hide the gifts in the attic, you know, for me and my three brothers. And that's where they would hide during Christmas. And I, I was able to figure this out. Um, um, and one year I had been asking forever for a computer and, wasn't she you know wasn't able to afford one finally one year she afforded an apple 2c which is a very old computer and not only did i sneak up to the attic and take it out of the box i took it apart and laid all the components out so i could see how everything went then i put it back together and back in the box i'm I'm surprised this still worked because uh uh, that was that was not smart, but I, that's, that made me think. That was like, oh, I'm gonna love electrical engineering, and uh, and, and no, it, it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> for me. Terrible for me. Guys, guys. Uh, question seven: What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? The largest animal I could beat in a fight. Well, it, that kind of depends on the weapons that I have. I mean, the largest animal is probably. A sperm whale, I'm guessing. And if mm. I had, if I had a, uh, you know, a couple of grenade launchers, <laughs> I could kill. Mm-hmm. Probably would enjoy it uh, more than electrical engineering. Um, <laughs> but man, so let's just assume, like, like, because maybe you mean like in a hand-to-hand combat. Relatively, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the man, I, I don't, I, I couldn't beat a bear. Um, I, I sometimes I hike in the in the. Uh, there's lots of hills and little mountainy places here in, in Los Angeles, and there's occasionally spottings of um, mountain lions, and, and uh, so I imagine them like leaping out sometimes, and me having to like choke them before they can rip my face. Um, but I think I would also fail at that. So I'm going to say a cat. Okay, <laughs> one a small, one step a down, small, from... like a house cat. Probably gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I I'm betting on you in that fight. I like that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Question eight. Who's someone you look up to? Who's someone I look up to? I look up to lots of different people. Um, so I look up to, um, there's a famous uh, jazz fusion keyboard player who passed away not too long ago named Chick Corea. Um, he uh, did a bunch of famous songs. Return to Forever was one of his big albums. And I got to see him live like about three years ago. Um, and yeah. it was awesome. And he's, 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 he is no longer with us, but he wrote some incredible music um, and was an awesome piano keyboard player oh i love that yeah 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 uh question nine. First album you bought with your own money <laughs> uh okay I, I i will tell you and it, but please no judgment um because it, it because of my age it was 
it was cassettes um, were what was in. And um, I got a boom box, which was a cassette player with two speakers that you would walk oh, around certainly. with as a gift. And I had no, um, no music at all. And I, all, the only music I listened to was radio, but then the only albums that my parents had were the Close Encounters of the Third Kind soundtrack, uh, the, the music from Oliver, the, uh, the, the Broadway musical, oh, yeah. and, and Barry Manilow's album that had Copacabana on it. And those are the only pieces of media <laughs> music in our house. It's all you need, really. That's Yeah. <laughs> so there was a song I heard Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney sing and Say, Say, Say. And I was like, that's awesome. What's that Say, Say, Say song? So I bought the, the cassette as well as some other cassettes because you got 12 for a penny back then, but you had to sign up for one a month. But the first one I chose was uh, Paul McCartney's album, The Pipes of Peace which was a terrible album, except for the one song, Say, Say, Say. Uh, and so, yeah, that was my first, uh, my first album recording. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Also, also in that collection, in that first 12, I remember there was um, uh, Def Leppard was in there. Uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller was in there. Um, what else was in there? Oh, man. I can't remember some of the other ones, but th- those were, you know, the, the other partials that i got picking up some rockers i love it yeah yeah <laughs> uh question 10 what's your go-to karaoke song i like um what's the bon jovi song uh, i wanted dead or alive because oh. you can just be like wanted dead or alive wanted you just, get, you just get to scream like an idiot um which was kind of funny uh karaoke story uh Wayne Brady, my good friend, was having a birthday party in Hawaii. In, Ho- in Hawaii, because of the Japanese culture, karaoke is a very big thing. So they had these big karaoke areas where you'd walk into a building and there'd be like 15 or 20 different rooms, each of them with 10 or 15 people all wow. doing karaoke. So uh, we go in there and Wayne and Wayne's family and his grandma. And then the, uh, the only really hard rock enjoyers are my, myself and my friend Alan. And we keep picking all these metal songs. Uh, and they just don't play. They, they, they're just ignoring, completely ignoring our choices for metal, and it's all R&B, which is fine. That's fine. We're, we're enjoying ourselves and everything, and Wayne's singing, and he's, he's an amazing voice, and his friends are singing, and they all sound great, and, you know, Al and I are just sitting there like, well, I guess they just, you know, figure it's not right for the room or whatever, but then in the, for the, the way it was cued was then it was our songs that we picked, these metal songs, eight in a row. <laughs> So I'm up there singing Black Hole Sun, Wilchester, and just song it's Enter Sandman, Black Hole Sun. There was uh, some some crocus, who knows what? And we were just screaming, and the whole room was so bummed out and mad at us, <laughs> and we ruined the party. And it was a fun vibe, and then it just became like angry, screaming white man vibe. <laughs> <And> it just <laughs> kind of killed the birthday party, but. That's my fun karaoke story. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> uh, question 11. Yes. What's the last song that you listened to? Gosh, the last song I listened to. Oh, you know what it is? It's um, uh, uh, Don't You Forget About Me from Simple Minds. Mm. Because uh, the grade school my kids went to is having a fundraiser, and they asked a couple of the dads to play in a band during the fundraiser. And so... Oh, no. I get a chance to use my new keyboard 
uh, in these, and it's it's an '80s night theme, so the '80s music. That's the last song I listened to. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, uh, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I was, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. You know. Uh, question twelve: What's a band yeah. or musical artist you want to hear more from? Band or what was the other part? A band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Oh, oh! I thought you said what band musical artist? Like what artist is oh. the band? <laughs> what? I was like, oh, <laughs> um, and I was going to say not band, but uh, there was a band called De La Soul. Um, oh, yeah, and um, they were the, one of the first bands to use like so many samples, and because they used samples before they knew that you had to have, have permission, they're they're big famous album uh i think three feet high and rising wasn't anywhere you literally could not listen to it anywhere and then only like i think five or six years ago they figured out all the copyright things and you could you could hear it. anyway what band want to hear want to hear more from um uh i would like to hear geez gosh i i like all kinds of music so it's just have to like pick a music and then say who i want to hear from i was a big police fan and I got to see their them reunite, and I would like them to do. I would like to hit, see them hit the road again and do another concert. I got to see Rush a bunch of times, and um, that was awesome. Um, but I, I still feel like I, the Police should do more more touring. But um, I think that's up to Sting, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Resting on a bed of money, I assume uh, yes, somewhere, and having sex for thirty hours without <laughs> stopping. Yeah, a bed of money. Someone tapping on the shoulder in the middle. Can you sign these reunion papers? I'll get to it. I'll get, <laughs> get to out it. of here. <laughs> uh, question 13. Yeah. A song that brings the most emotion out of you. A song that brings the most emotion out of me. I'm going to try to stick to, because I, I can't imagine that you, I mean, I'm I'm not trying not to judge, but I'm imagining you don't have that many jazz fusion fans, because there's just not a lot of jazz fans. I'm going to try to stick to, like, modern <laughs> Uh, popular music emotion song um this is a weird answer there's a there's a song called uh sweet dreams by the eurythmics and it's it's not a particularly emotional song and the the lyrics aren't really emotional but the sounds of that sweet dreams it's all robotic and weird and it just it makes me feel like I'm in a spaceship. That's the answer that nobody wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I feel like I'm in a spaceship now. As a <laughs> me too. <laughs> Time capsule. Uh, question 14. Yes. What's your favorite music video? My favorite music video. Um, Tom Petty had a music video to don't come around here no more that was the alice in wonderland uh spoof and uh that just i always thought that was so unique and creative I, i'm trying to think of this there's another one called uh old man down the road by tom fogarty which um the whole song is a camera following a power cable through the woods just straight down on a cable following it following it and and it, you don't see anybody. You don't see the band. It's just following the cable. And then it pans up to him just in time for the solo at the end because it's plugged into his amp. That was pretty cool, too. That's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question 15. Okay. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Um, maybe, uh, I, I know the Red Cross does good stuff. I remember when I was a kid, we had these little UNICEF bowls that they passed around. We put little, our change in. Maybe one of those, just maybe some place that could like, you know, help world hunger. Um, places like Ukraine and stuff where everyone really needs food right now. So I, I'd, I'd go for like a feed the, uh, the world type charity if that's I had a, that, that money to put in something. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, 16. Favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. Uh, Christmas is, is up there, but also Halloween is fun and spooky. And our neighborhood goes crazy for Halloween. Like people go insane here in, in California where they'll, like one dude had a whole entire fake pirate ship in his front yard and 15 smoke machines. And he's up on top <laughs> with a, with a parrot and like it, people put animatronics all over their yards and stuff. And I think it's probably Halloween. That's it. I mean, I do love some Christmas, but Halloween is awesome. Halloween rules. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, 17. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? When I was 17? or Oh, oh that's number 17. Uh, I am a big fan of the Dopio Espresso Macchiato. And in case you don't know what that is, or in case you work at Starbucks and you constantly fuck it up, it is... Can you say fuck on your podcast? Certainly. You just All did. Right. It is two fucking shots of espresso. <laughs> uh, and then about an inch of foam on top. Right. So I used to order a cappuccino and then I would, I don't like it to be too milky. So I started ordering a dry cappuccino, which is like three fifty or $4. And then I remember some dude was like, Hey man, if you want a dry cappuccino, just get a dopio espresso macchiato. So it's espresso with foam. So that's my drink. And it's like $2 and 75 cents. So oh. my snobby coffee drink of choice. I'm going to have to give this a try. Like yeah, it. it's good. 18. Probably the most controversial question we got. Oh, boy. Spell the word. Gray. <laughs> gray. Okay. There's a feller, friend of mine, who plays the keyboards. On Let's make a deal. His name is Cat Gray. So I know how his last name is spelled, and that is my chosen uh, spell. G-R-A-Y. Gray. Very nice. Very nice. Definitive Team A-Y. That's right. <laughs> Uh, 19, what's your prized possession? What is my prized possession? Uh, uh, well, I have a, uh, okay, I'm a nerd, and I played World of Warcraft for a very long time, and when I reached level 60, I'm showing the camera, I had a 3D oh, that rules of my tank uh, mug nam cut out. I'm showing the camera, you can't see it at home, obviously, but it's a badass um, yeah. 3D creation of, of uh uh, 10 years worth of <laughs> grinding <laughs> in uh, a little like glass in a little glass dome yeah. yeah so that's pretty cool um that's probably like yeah the coolest that, that makes that has the most emotion attached i have things that are worth more but that's the the most uh for me emotional thing i have that absolutely rules and my kids and my kids too they they they, they pick up a solid <laughs> silver medal you know <laughs> Sure. <laughs> but the gold goes to that. Oh, yeah. Thing. Uh, question 20. Are you competitive? I am very competitive. Mm. Um, I uh, I was actually talking to another actor friend of mine. Um, you, you, you end up becoming friends with actors that are your type because 
you spend the years going to the auditions and you, as you wait in the room, it's all those people that you are up against usually. So, I, you know, I'm not going to see, you know, a, a, an elderly woman because I'll see people my age, my type, and then you become friends with them. And I was talking to one of those good friends of mine. And I was just like, it's so funny because like when one of us gets the job, we get the call from our agent, Hey, you got it. Which means you beat out the competition. And, and it's like this great feeling of like, yes, I won. And then you have to go actually go do the job. And it's just not as exciting as actually winning the part. <laughs> like I got to learn all these lines. Like, <laughs> so uh, yes. Uh, very competitive. I have three younger brothers. And so I would practice my competition on them and I would constantly beat them. A, they were younger, so they had a disadvantage. And B, I would cheat my ass off and hide money under the Monopoly game. I do all the cheating things. I had to win. I ruined their lives, but I gave myself confidence to be successful. So uh, sorry, uh, Patrick, Michael, and Philip, um, but I won. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's what really matters. <laughs> uh Question 21. Yes. Do you consider golf a sport? <sighs> yeah, I guess it's a sport, which goes into the category of sports, which is the things that I don't do <laughs> or much enjoy. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those like, oh, that that. That's what those that's what those people do. I mean, I do like watching the Super Bowl because I'll just decide like on the day of like, I'm going for this team and then I'll root for them. But other than that, the once a year thing, it does not interest me at all. Did I mention that I played World of Warcraft every day for 10 years straight? Interesting. That's, that's <laughs> my vibe. Jazz fusion, World of <laughs> Warcraft. How much nerdier can I get? I'm getting a vibe here and I'm liking yeah. it. I'm yeah. liking it. Uh, then some of these, I think we could move swiftly past 22. Have you ever played any sports? <laughs> oh, well, actually, I have, which is oh. one of the reasons why I, I, I hate them. Played, uh, I played baseball in grade school and soccer. I was just, just terrible. I knew I was terrible. The coaches knew I was terrible, but they always like felt like they had to put me in. So they'd, they'd put me in when they knew our win was so much higher that there's no way that I could fuck it up. And yet I would still fuck it up. I'd kick the ball <laughs> in the wrong goal. I just like... Oh, one time our pitcher, we're playing baseball and our pitcher hurt himself and then our backup pitcher hurt himself and they put me in and I couldn't even get it to the, like it never even went near the catcher and people were laughing. And then I chose a life of comedy and now I have my sweet revenge. Laughing at all those athletes. What are they now? What are they doing now? Oh, running corporations. Oh, sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, 23. I think I know the answer. Favorite sport to watch? Um, uh, reference question 18. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. You know, there was one thing I liked to watch just, and I watched it once and I thought it was cool. I was on a trip to Australia to do some comedy shows down there and they go, you got to watch some, um, uh, Aussie rules football. Mm. And I was like, okay, uh, rugby? They go, nope. So you go to this stadium and the the playing field is this weird like uh, not elliptical shaped field that's probably four times the size of an american football field Jeez. and there's like 30 people on each side running at running at each other throwing kicking this big old ball and throwing it and i didn't know what was happening but it it was pretty cool to see it 
to, to see something so bizarre and foreign that is only played in one country that they all love. Wow. That's kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, 24. Theme parks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I am down with the theme parks. I worked at um, Disney World. Oh. Earlier I mentioned that I, I went to engineering school. I was at Louisiana State University, and I hated it. And then my friend goes, you should come to uh, this summer, come to Disney World. They do a thing called the college program where you work in the park during the day. And then in, in the evening, you take Disney uh, classes for credit. So you can take a marketing class or a business class or things like that. And they teach you in the Disney style of that. And so I, I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. I signed up, went to Orlando and um, did that summer there. And I was like, I just I just love the whole Disney vibe and the whole entertainment thing. So that's kind of where when, when I decided to to be an actor. Oh, wow starting doing that so yeah i've uh, been to a bunch of theme parks and i think the, my favorite is uh is epcot in orlando because they they have all the countries different exhibits from all these countries and you just our favorite thing to do was to just we call it drinking around the world man we'd show up at five o'clock and we'd have a margarita in mexico sake in japan we'd have a, a moose ale in canada and just by the time you're done you are you're probably you're you're throwing up on the way past uh spaceship earth and it was always a blast <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, 25 dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. Oh. You're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to the ring to fight you. Yeah. How many nine-year-olds do you think you could beat in that fight? <sighs> well, let's see. If I can kill one cat, <laughs> then that probably is three. Three nine-year-olds, mm. but then they'd find out later that one of the nine-year-olds was eight, and his birthday's tomorrow. Oh. So they'd only give me credit for two, <laughs> two with the asterisks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would, it would, yeah, probably two, two or three. It's, it's, it depends. I hear you. Uh, Twenty-six. What's a game you know you can win? A game that I know I can win. There's an. There's a stupid little improv game called Zip Zap Zop. I think you even referenced it earlier. I cannot be beat at that game. <laughs> I am so partially because I because I like music and 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 things. I've I've memorized the sequence of. So when I say how it works is, I would point to you and say zip. You would point to me and say zap, and I would point back to you and say zop. It would go really really fast. Zip zap zop 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 zip zap zop. And I've trained myself to start to say mine before you've even finished yours. Mm. So it, it gets this speed and it usually throws people off. And um, I'm, I'm pretty much undefeated in that, in that sport, if you will. <laughs> the old, <laughs> the king of sports, truly. King of sports, yes. Uh, 27, what topic can you discuss the most? Probably, um, I would say analog keyboards is kind of my... Ooh hobby if you were watching you'd see in the background here i've got all these all this gear here so i do love that there's this weird thing and, and maybe you experience it maybe people listening experience it where you have a hobby or you have a thing you like and you spend all your time watching videos on it and studying it and looking at the updates and, the, and then finally you've saved enough to go get it and you get it and it's just not as fun as when you were studying it and research like all the fun was in the learning oh, yeah. about it and then you get like oh all right What's next? <laughs> this will be a good expensive coaster. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 28. 
favorite place you visited? Yeah, I mentioned it earlier, but I, I think Australia is really one of the coolest places I've been. Every every city is on the beach, pretty much, because mm. the the center of the country is deserty. So you've got all this gorgeous, all these gorgeous beach towns. The people are are laid back and relaxed. The coffee, I, you wouldn't think that the best coffee in the world is Australia. Ooh. It doesn't really, but but there's something about it that I'm just like, oh my god, it's so good. The food is great. Um, the weather is is amazing. Um, I like it. Uh, Twenty nine. What's your catchphrase? But used to be as as a joke because my kids would, um, you know, when they were little, they didn't want to go to bed, and so I'd be like, "Get up those stairs!" and I'd slam my my hand down <laughs> on these stairs and in faux anger, "Get up those stairs!" And so they they kind of often mock me with with whenever I have to say anything that's like an authoritarian, like "Hey, can you can you take the trash out or anything like that?" Well, get those stairs! Don't mock me. I guess that's become become my catchphrase. Get up those stairs. That's um, the action figure pull string on the back here. Yes, that, that's what it would say. Get up those stairs. Um, that's my yeah. I guess that that would be my catchphrase. I like it. Uh, question thirty. What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? Probably, and this is back before it was called cosplay, because it was in the 80s or whatever. Um, being a nerd, I enjoy the uh, television show Doctor Who. Mm. And uh, it was the Tom Baker years, who was a uh, curly-haired, hat-wearing, scarf-wearing doctor. And uh, so I remember for a, a Doctor Who party, there was a Doctor Who group in Mobile, Alabama, where I grew up, and I dressed up like uh, like Tom Baker, and I had the curly wig, and I I had the hat on, and the scarf, and actually got to meet one of the stars of Doctor Who came to town for wow. a convention, and I got to meet her dressed as Tom Baker. I was probably what twelve years old, thirteen years old. Um, so yeah, so that was that was. I remember that. I think I have a picture of that somewhere. That was my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, question 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Hmm. No. <laughs> uh, will Will I ever have anything named after me? Probably not. <laughs> hey, um, tomorrow's another day. You never know. I'm trying to think what what I would be named. Like, what what would that be? Um, yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. <laughs> I don't have very high uh, aspirations here today, but uh, nope. That's fair. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe I should like volunteer to clean up my on ramp, and then I would be like, uh, on ramp cleaning provided by Jonathan Mangum. Yeah, and it would actually be me out there with a the, with the stick, <laughs> just waving at folks as they pass yeah. by. Hey, hey. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Thirty two hobby you've dedicated the most time to so we did talk about keyboards and that is awesome and cool but i think it's gaming even more specifically world of warcraft has a big chunk of that uh that was my game um for a long time um i think i've played there if you type uh i think the command is if you type slash played space all it will tell you how long you've played World of Warcraft. Yeah. Cumulative. And I remember like the last time I looked, it was like something like 300 days 
cumulative, which I'm like, wait, is that a, because I don't play all day. So is that like a 24 hour day? Is that a 12, like, what are they calling a day? And then you see that you just like, man, I could have learned Spanish. (laughs) I could have done something to have a building named after me. I could have done all kinds of shit. And no, I uh, moved pixels around for 15 bucks a month. (laughs) Hey, listen, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, 33, who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Who's a celebrity I've had a crush on? That's a good one. You know, there's, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's mother. I'm Mm. forgetting her name, but I've always, she's just so classy and pretty. She's an older woman, but I remember even being like, in my 20s, I'm like, oh, my God, she's she's so great. What is her name? Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. Uh, look that up and then send us an email here at 99questions at 99questions at gmail.com. <laughs> was, I, was I even close? Honestly, very close. <laughs> 99questionspod at gmail.com. Oh, it's so close. Someone's squatting at that 99questions straight yeah, exactly. up. Exactly. But... Oh, those bastards. <laughs> Uh, 34, what's the strangest job you ever had? When I was in Orlando, like I, I went to, I worked at Disney there. And then there was a time when I had to do college, uh, more frequently and couldn't work in the park and, but I needed money. So I dressed up as uncle Sam mm. and from eight to nine thirty every morning, I'd stand on the corner of. Orange Blossom Trail and Colonial Boulevard or something with this sign that said Paragon Cleaners. And I was dressed as Uncle Sam. And there was some dumb phrase on it. I forget, like, like I want you to clean your clothes. Some, some stupid thing. And I would stand there for an hour and a half for like five bucks an hour. And the owner wanted to make sure I was doing a good job. So he, for the hour and a half that I was standing there, shaking the sign, he would drive in a circle to make sure I was waving the sign. I was like, you could have just, like, like, what's the point? Like, you could stand here if you're going to drive around and watch me for an hour and a half. So I did that for a couple weeks. Insane. That's that's the weirdest job. Paragon (laughs) Cleaners in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Just put the sign on the car if you're going to, whatever. Uh (laughs) My, My dream job, though, which I never was able to do, was to be able to convince enough parents to let me uh, take their nine-year-olds to a wrestling rink to see if some dude could murder them. That that's that was my hope, my hopeful job that never came through. Fingers crossed. Someday, you know? someday, someday. Uh, thirty-five book you'd recommend the world to read? Oh man, I love science fiction books. Mm. Um, uh, well, I just I don't know if I recommend. It. I read a horror book called House of Leaves, which was completely insane. But uh, I'm gonna look, I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. There is a really cool. Oh, okay, I want to give you two books because because you, you've got me excited. Love There's it. a book called Wool, a uh, science fiction book called Wool that this dude couldn't get published, and then he just published it online. It became awesome, and then now it's a huge hit. Science fiction about everybody that lives in this giant silo under the ground. Sounds boring. I promise you, it's not. I'm currently reading a book. This is a three-part Chinese uh, science fiction book. It's been translated into English because uh, I don't speak Chinese and neither do you. Uh, It's called The Three-Body Problem. And it is Mm. far out, man. It is so cool. I think it's going to be a series soon. 
Um, there's so many good books. I, I, I love, I love reading books. So especially science fiction. Sounds great. Yeah. 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 Uh, Thirty-six. What's a movie that always makes you laugh? Um, good question. There's so many. Excuse me, hilarious movies, and so part of part of being a dad is when my, when my kids were old enough and now they're teenagers, I can show them all the movies, even the dirty ones. And I can show them all the funny movies just to see like what holds up and what doesn't. And um, I've always been a big fan of just the silly, stupid comedies, like the airplane type movies. But of those, the one that is actually the bit held up the best that, I, that they love the most is one called Top Secret, which I is, love Top is, Secret. Yes. Val Kilmer is in it. And it's the Zucker Brothers, the same people that did Airplane and Kentucky Fried Movie. And man, there are so many funny gags in that movie. And just I laugh watching that over and over and over it's a great great comedy movie if you haven't seen it uh please go check it out i don't want to spoil every part of that movie because i really do love that movie but the underwater cowboy bar fight scene cracks me (laughs) up especially when the camera just slowly pans over and dudes are just playing poker (laughs) underwater it's it's completely silliness but 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 done seriously so it's i i think it's great Monty Python also is, is a close second for for comedy stuff. But oh, yeah. All time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh thirty seven. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? I've only walked out of one movie. Oh. And it was it was called Casual Sex. And it was starring mm. Andrew Dice Clay and Nora Dunn from Saturday Night Live. Maybe Victoria oh. Jackson too. And I I got up and walked out. Never and never never have done that. I've sat through some real shit burners, and uh, that one for some reason just like this is so bad. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't tell, believe him. Tell me, Andrew Dice Clay couldn't be a leading man. <laughs> I don't know exactly. about that. Well, I was, you know, we were just hoping he'd just be filthy dirty and do you know because at the time is I when is. When he came out, I thought his shtick was great. Of course, now, my God, can you imagine trying to do that now? Oh, man. Those dirty um, limericks. Good oh, my gravy. God. Yeah. <laughs> 38. Who's your favorite actor or actress? That's a tough question. Because you, you, you have actors that, that play themselves well all the time, right? Then you have other actors that are like always something different. And mm. so it's like, how do you... How do you say which one of those is better? Um, oh, man. Uh, I really like... I'm spacing on his name for some reason, and he's my favorite actor. I don't know why. Who, who, who played Lex Luthor in the original, in the original Superman? Oh, was uh, in Conversation. Gene, was in, Gene Hackman, thank you. Gene Hackman is probably, probably my favorite, just because he's, he's so believable. Like, you forget he's an actor in everything he does. Um, it's just that, and that's the key to being a good actor is just do you believe this person is that person? And he just every time he he's yeah. and lots of you know he's not he's not playing himself. He's playing different versions of himself, and he's so good at it. I mean, you could also say Gary Oldman, who I also like. I mean, he's completely different every time, just like completely different. Every yeah, time. Uh, which is an, an amazing thing. So that's also, but yeah, something about Hackman. I I just want to watch him watch him act. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thirty-nine. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? It was 
Very cool. That movie, because, so Spielberg, Spielberg, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he, you know, E.T. and then Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then he just had some, like, you know, they weren't duds, but just, I didn't really get as excited after that. Some of the movies he did, it was like, uh, oh, yeah. And then Jurassic Park, you're like, oh, this is, this is Spielberg at his best. What? just the way the sequences tie together and it's action and it's interesting and it's exciting. Um, the only part about that movie that, re- that was kind of bummed me out is when, I don't know if you remember it, it was like a kind of a, a calm moment after the dinosaurs and the dad and the boy kind of climbed the tree and they had a little kind of soft moment and it really felt like they were going to start singing. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is a little... Because Spielberg uses cheese uh, in his is a little bit oh, of cheese sometimes, and, and sometimes it goes too far. It, it, it didn't in Jurassic Park, um, but occasionally you feel like he's bordering on on uh, cheesy cheesy kind of stuff. But yeah, God, great great movie, great scene. That whole thing was scary as hell. Oh, so good. Yeah. Uh, question forty. First show as a kid you got really into. The first show as a kid. Well, there were two. One was Doctor Who that I mentioned. Mm. And the other was uh, Star Trek, man. Um, because I was of the age where they put it in syndication. So it aired on, it was, originally was on NBC in the evening. And I don't even think I was alive when it was on. I think it was late 60s or something like that. I mean, I'm not sure. But anyway, so in the 80s, they go, hey, we're going to put this on in the afternoon after kids get home from school. And I was like, what is this show? It's the coolest show. And because of that, that's why Star Trek is big uh, still because of that syndication deal. Otherwise, it would have been a a two uh, uh, two uh, year series on NBC that just kind of disappeared. Yeah, it's kind of it is kind of funny to look back at that original series because it's just so like it's great, but yeah, it, it could have easily just been shelved as like yeah, this is just an underappreciated show. But yeah, you know. Every series that came after it was just like, oh, here's 400 next gen episodes. Here's 600 yeah. Deep Space episodes. It's just yeah. like, it just adds to this legacy of where it all began. And uh, one thing I love about it and them is that I love seeing people like trying their hardest, right? Mm. We've all seen movies where the movie's a piece of shit, but one of the actors is fucking all in. And he is committed and he is selling the shit out of it. And like, you'll still watch the movie because you're like, I want to watch this actor because he's like, he's so in, he's not giving up. Yeah. And you love that. And so I, I felt that about Star Trek. It was like they had these shitty sets and just this sometimes bad dialogue. And they were, Ch- Shatner was all in. <laughs> he was going to fight that, that green monster with these terrible, terrible fight scenes that look so fake. And he did, he was like, I am. In it. Good for him. He gives 110%. I love yep. it. Uh, 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Um, well, I actually need to work. So if, uh, if <laughs> <laughs> powers it be, I would like to read for myself. I probably won't get it. Um, uh, who should play me? Uh, all the people I'm thinking of are my age. And so that wouldn't make any sense because then I would play me. Um, uh, the the nine year old one of the nine year olds I didn't kill. 
Should have the opportunity to play me. Uh, so that, whatever the want. fourth one in the row is, yes. he's the lucky one. He would have been wounded, don't get me wrong, probably maimed, but but he should be able to get his revenge by playing me any way he wants. I, that's a good prize, person. I think that's good. Thank uh, uh, 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Biggest celebrity? Hmm. Pro- it, it would be Jack Nicholson, I think. Um, uh-huh. I had uh, I had a couple scenes with him in a movie called The Bucket List. Mm-hmm. And uh, my fun story with him is um, uh, we were sitting at this little table together. The scene was a courtroom scene. And he was sitting next to me and I'm his representation for the hospital he, he represents. And we were sitting together at this table and on, on movie sets, there's usually a long time before you even start shooting because they're putting the lights up and they're tweaking it. So I'm just sitting next to him for a long time. And it's like me and Jack fucking Nicholson. What am I going to say? So I'm trying to think of small talk and I'm just like not saying anything, just uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, it's Jack Nicholson. And then he finally says, uh, he turns to me and he goes, I just, I just, I don't do an impression by the way, which you will, which you will soon figure out. They go, I just, uh, I just fell asleep. Uh, uh, during the break, I just I, I was able to take a nap, and so I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm just thinking, of, can you sleep? This is what I said to him: Can you sleep on planes? Because I can't sleep on planes. Just trying to think of any conversation at all, like an idiot. And he goes, oh, can I sleep on planes? And he goes, well, uh, you know, I I probably could, but I don't because I do too many drugs. <laughs> And I was like, what? What? Wow. Uh, and so he and he he leaned in and like growled, I'd do too many drugs, like right, right next to my face. And you know, he was partially joking and probably partially not, but he <laughs> he just did a little performance for me. And I was just like, that is so damn cool. So that's um, amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. I also learned a couple things about him. Uh, uh most uh if you're an actor, you usually are up at five or six in the morning. They like you there early on the set. You may not, you have to wait a long time before you go on, but it's like everyone's there at five or 6 a.m. No matter what he has built into his contract, he will not show up before 11 a.m., which is awesome. And also he has all these, um, I heard him talking to Rob Reiner that was director. He has all these bumps, these financial bumps based on all of this criteria, like nominated for Golden Globe. That's an extra 50 grand. Win Golden Globe, that's a 200 grand. Nominated oh. for BAFTA, that's 100 grand. So he's just listing all of these like little perks that happen every time a movie he's in gets any level of recognition. So it was, that was cool, too, to hear, hear them talk about that. Brilliant. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Uh, 43, TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. There was a podcast that my friends made my improv friends here in LA and it's it's old they haven't done it in a long time but it was called the super ego podcast and it's a comedy podcast and there's a lot of improvisers on there some from whose line Jeff Davis is on there uh just hilariously weird uh bizarre comedy podcast that um I recommend um I don't think tv shows anything that that I mean I feel like everyone's kind of watching the same things. Um, I mean, I, I, we, we tried watching Yellowstone because everyone's like, we got to watch Yellowstone. I'm just like, uh, yeah. uh, not really. I don't, 
So here's an answer that's not exactly the answer, but someone was telling me that there's a great show on, I think it was A&E about a, like in the uh, 19th century, a oil tanker gets stuck and then it becomes haunted or something. And someone was saying that was great. So that's, that's the next one I want to check out, but you'll have to Google haunted boat uh, A&E. That Gwyneth Paltrow's mom is on. Yes. And then you can <laughs> send your answers to 99questionspot at gmail.com. Boom. Look at this. Brand integration is what they call that. <laughs> uh, 44. Favorite comedian. Wow. That is tough. Um, yeah. I'm going to say, like, I'll just answer. I think Steve Martin is my favorite. And, and the reason is, like, most people don't know about his stand-up and what he's done there was a time when stand-up was very serious and Lenny Bruce was like an example where it was very stand still and you say things. And, and he was the first person to completely provide the antithesis to that. He would come out with no jokes, with an arrow through his head and say, oh, I've got happy feet. It just, it made no, it was a complete break of what comedy was at the time. And um, so back when he was doing, like now it's different, but back then just the way he was able to do that, there's three three of my favorites are, are him uh david letterman who did the same thing with uh talk shows you know they used to be very hello and what, what what project are you working on johnny carson and then he just came in and just made it insanity just nonsense insanity and then uh, bob newhart is the other guy who's mm. a old school guy but he was brilliant at comedy and he he made he was the only straight man in history that was funnier than the people around him you know what i mean like think about seinfeld Seinfeld's very funny, but come on, Kramer is funnier, and so is uh, uh, Ellen, and so is um, uh, Jason. They're they're funnier, yeah. But Bob Newhart on his all of his sitcoms, even though he was surrounded by really funny guys, he was the straight man reaction was always the funniest. I I gotta agree with you. I love all those answers. Yeah. Uh, forty-five best Saturday Night Live cast member. The best cast member. You know, it's weird because it also depends on the time. Uh, like what the, you know, what people are going through, what the country's going through. Like I, I never, like I see that Belushi was funny. And I know people think he's, the, but I watched it now and I'm like, yeah, he don't, doesn't quite work. Because what he did may have been original, but then people borrowed what he did. Like Farley obviously took yeah. some of his things and then spun it a new way. Uh, which made more sense for the 90s. And then new people come in and <sighs> who is the best? I mean, Will Ferrell is definitely probably up at the top of that because I think he can make anything funny. Um, Will Ferrell and um, uh, what's the, the girl's name that he did the cheerleader sketch with? Oh, uh, uh, Molly Shannon. Mo- Mo- Molly's great too. That's not what I'm thinking of. Oh. Uh, Who's the girl with the tiny hands? She's she does a lot with Will Ferrell. She did a sketch with tiny hands. Name I can't think of any names today. <laughs> I, I remember Gene Hackman. Um, who's the biggest female star out of SNL in the last? 10 Kristen years? Wiig, are you thinking? Thank you, Kristen. Oh, Wiig. there you go. Oh, the yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she is so damn funny. Yeah. Um, I actually got to, I hired her before she was on SNL for a little, we we were doing a uh, home shopping network uh, spoof uh, mm. project for VH1. And we hired her to be one of the 
uh, women selling things. And she was improvising jokes that were funnier than anything we wrote. She was so good. Very happy to see her. Yeah. Uh, 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've ever done? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, the nerdiest thing I've ever done. I programmed my own text adventure in Apple Basic. Whoa. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> back uh, in the 80s when computers first came out, there was a lot of text adventures, like games like Zork and Ultima. And what, what those would be is uh, you'd go, it would just say, you're in a room, you see a broomstick and, and a bucket. And you'd go, uh, left. Oh, you walk through the door to the ledge. So just these adventures that you'd have, you could type in maybe one or two words. Uh, and uh, so I, I wrote my own um, adventure that way. Oh, wow. Using Apple Basic, which was uh, uh, a very primitive programming language, but yep, that, that would win. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thirty-seven least favorite state. Least favorite state. I don't want to offend anyone. So, what's the least populated state? <laughs> North Dakota. Ah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any states I've been to that kind of bummed me out uh they all have something nice in them i i don't really have a uh the state of negativity is my mm. least favorite state hmm? now, see what i did now we're talking now <laughs> we're talking 48 best thing you've ever won gosh what have i won i'm not sure oh um the audience can't see it because this is audio, but 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 you can because I'm gonna hold up to the camera. This is my most improved freshman band member plaque Ooh. from high school when I won the uh, most improved freshman band member, eighty five, eighty six. Amazing! Nice little yes. uh, yeah, classic high school plaque there. Yeah, and the fact that I still have it tells you so much about me. <laughs> There's psychologists <laughs> jittering notes across the country right now. Uh, 49, is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Um, my kids, I tried to get them into video games, and there was a thing called, it was for... The little action figure... Yeah, you put the action figures on the platform. Uh, to fight, to fight Skylanders? I Skylanders. So I started buying them for my kids. And then I'd start buying them for me too, like (laughs) unopened boxes. And they were like, why do you have these? I'm like, shut up, that's mine. (laughs) And so I started collecting those. Um, I ended up selling them all. Um, But I did, I really was was into into those. There was another thing I collect too that um, will be hard to explain. I don't know if, if, if this was just a California thing, but in the 90s, the big way to market movies was to put postcards in these boxes near restrooms and restaurants. So you'd be going to the to the restroom and there'd be like a, a bookshelf attached to the wall and they'd have postcards of all these different movies. And that oh. was their marketing. So I used to just collect those. So I have some pretty cool ones. I have Kids in the Hall Brain Candy. I have uh, Showgirls. I have Being John Malkovich. And they're all just postcards. So hopefully someday they'll be they'll be worth something. That's really cool. I never even yeah. knew that was a concept yeah. it was the big thing in like early 2000s maybe late 90s oh huh, very cool 
Uh, question 50, and the last of the fighting questions, I swear. Uh, dubbed the Ryan Davis. <laughs> You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife, knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which mm. do you choose, knife or bat? So a serrated, like a butter knife is what you're saying. Uh, non-serrated knife, correct. Uh, oh, non-serrated. So yes. sharp, sharp knife? Yes, quite or very sharp. Bad. Uh, can, can we get some, um, some specifics on the length of the knife? Uh, it is a six-inch knife. All right, does that do 1d4 or 1d6? That is, well, are you dual-handing it? Because that's a d8. <laughs> oh, d8. I didn't yeah, even if, if you it. got a two-armed combat, it's a... <laughs> uh, gosh, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm imagining holding the knife. I'm imagining, I think the bat probably, I think the bat, because of the, you have more length, the leverage you can go for. You can go for knees or ankles. Um, yeah, I'm going bat, aluminum bat. Wow. Well. Team AY and Team Bat. Yeah. Big, big swings on this one. Pun intended. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Don't you worry. We have plenty more show with Jonathan still to come. But just like you always got to tip your bartender and you always got to thank your bus driver, you also got to send a shout out to the wonderful people who do the music for your show. Like the song that's playing right now from the Mini Vandals, or the song that's going to play after the break from DJ Williams, the opener from Diala, or the closing one, oh, that closing one, from Single Friend. Love all the music, love all those folks, and if you want to give me any kind of support, uh, give me a five-star review, that'd be nice. Apple, Spotify, wherever. Tell a friend, that'd be cool. But, uh, let's dive back into the show, shall we? We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about. It's the 99 Questions hotline? Hotline. Sure, that's what we're going to go with. I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show... If you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live. It's pre-recorded. But you know what I mean. I got the number right here. 732-592-9838. That spells out Real Wax Vet. That's right. Real Wax Vet. Like a veterinarian who's really made of wax. I don't know. All the good numbers are taken, so this is the closest one I could get. Real Wax Vet. One more time, that's 732-592-9838. Give it a call. Leave a message. Have a great day. Jonathan, uh, 
you you've had quite a a blessed career here uh because i don't know about everyone else but like me personally i know you came on the map for me with a little television show called strip mall uh <laughs> I don't know why this show really clicked with me when I was just like a teenager, but it was just the funniest thing in the world for me, and then just disappeared off the air, and then for the next 15 years, I was like, oh, look, it's the guy from Stripball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stripball, uh, man. People, it, 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 Every once in a while, people will walk up to me and go, Stripball! Like, yeah. We did two two seasons of that, I think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, truly a who's who of, of you know... Uh, Movies, shows, uh, uh, Glow, Bucket List, as you mentioned, Reno 911, Drew Carey Show, ER, Married with Children, uh, obviously everything I mentioned before, the, the Let's Make a Deal, the Who's Line, uh, what a, what an absolute career, but my, my little question for you here yeah. is, obviously coming from a, a improviser's background, a comedian background, mm -hmm. do you prefer, uh, if, if you had to take the paycheck away, and you just had your ch chance of, uh, Hey, uh, let me just do a, a one-off movie, film, TV show, or do you kind of like the rhythm that you're in, where uh, uh, like a let's make a deal, where you're in the uh, you're in the thick of it every single episode, you're you're there, you know, getting into this rhythm, but it's always you, you know, you don't right. get to change your character up. Is that do you have a preference between those? Uh, I mean, not. I mean, the the game show is is. The, the thing about the game show is it's it's about the contestants and mm. it's about the game. So any, even though I get to be funny and Wayne gets to be funny, that's kind of secondary. The comedy is secondary. Where I feel like on Who's Line, uh, the comedy is most important. So I, you know, I, I prefer the Who's Line over like the game show. But just in general of working, uh, I would I would trade all of it in to just be able to do improv comedy in front of a live audience that there's, there's no better feeling. There's no greater high. That is it. That's the best. Uh, so if I could, if I could just do that and, and make a living uh, like I'm doing now, that would be amazing. Now, who's line it, a whole season for me is one day a year because we'll shoot for five or six hours. Mm -hmm. They'll turn that into you know, three, four or five episodes. And that's my whole season. I don't wow. have three or four. So, you know, it's like, it's one day a year. I would love to be able to do that. You know, 65 days a year. I do tour <laughs> with Wayne. We, we tour, but, but not, uh, it's not as lucrative and it, it doesn't, uh, you know, it's, a, it's tough. You know, some of the touring is just really exhausting to you know, fly six hours, change planes, fly some more, get off, be funny, hotel, 6am call. It's just like, <laughs> Um, but yeah, being on the stage is the best. Oh, I love it. Uh, well, if there's ever, a, ever a revival of strip mall, you let me know, but, uh, otherwise you're doing I a heck of a to. job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but we got so many more questions. Let's yeah. dive on in here. Uh, 51, what's your phone wallpaper right now? My phone's wallpaper is, uh, I'm showing you, no one else can see. It's my wife and I, uh, oh. there somewhere at some event. Um, yeah, it's been that for a while. Makes there me happy is. when I see it. Hmm. 20 uh, years. <laughs> You've had the wallpaper for 20 years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, this podcast is going to go on for 20 <gasps> years. No, I've been married married for 20 years, yeah. Hey, congrats. That's Thank fantastic. you. Uh, 52. What's the last thing you Googled? Let's find out. I'm going to... Um, 
I'm going to go right now. Look this question into... somehow not sponsored by Google. I don't know what Google's waiting right. on. Uh, oh, I am. I was uh, googling for haunted house. Oh, a bunch of haunted house movies. I'm I'm writing a uh, a haunted house movie with my friend Ben Rock, who was the production designer on the Blair Witch Project. Um, and oh. so we're we're trying to come up with a, a low budget movie horror movie which is his genre and we're like what assets do we have to keep this as low budget as possible and it's like well i have a house and he has a house so hey let's make it a a haunted house movie and we're trying to watch a bunch of movies and to try to do something new which is hard to do but we don't want to tell you know same old kind of story that you see so we're trying to come up with something new i love it yeah uh 53 you have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Next pet without seeing them. Uh, smoothie. Smoothie. I'm calling him Smoothie. I like Smoothie because, already. Uh, and if he has hair, I'm going to shave it all off. <laughs> uh, question 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? wrestling so wrestling like golf falls under the category of sport for me um yes, yes. my brother was really into wrestling so i'm gonna try to remember a single wrestler's name uh R- rowdy randy piper is that a guy oh, we're so close uh rowdy roddy piper rowdy Row- Row- rowdy roddy piper is the answer to that question is that he loved beating people up and <laughs> alliteration so <laughs> uh 55 what's your comfort food on a bad day oh boy um gosh there's so much good food (laughs) it's a problem with being alive uh you know pepperoni pizza is always just i mean it's undeniable and you put in just a a nice bottle of red wine and a fucking pepperoni pizza forget it that's that's you a weekend get, you, right there. Yeah, like, you can get fancy if you want and do fancy shit, but you know what? That's that's it. That's all you need if you're feeling down. Mm-hmm. You mean you'll feel worse, but if, <laughs> it'll make you feel good for a minute. Uh, once again, I'm too hungry to. <laughs> to yeah. Now I'm gonna order Mexican food and uh, <laughs> pepperoni and, pizza. And, and second place for for feel good food is a uh, uh, steak with a chimichurri sauce, like an Argentine kind of steak with that chimichurri. It's that green with the basil and the, yeah. and, the and, oh, and the garlic and, oh, and the red peppers. Oh, God. Um, anything with a green hot sauce, oh. sign me up. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 56, favorite smell. I'm tempted to say my own farts because I am constantly <laughs> doing the cup your hand from your ass to your nose, even when no one's around to appreciate the humor. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Well, this, is, this is so weird. I walked by someone smoking a cigarette the other day, and it smelled good to me. I've never Ooh. smoked cigarettes, but because I grew up when people could smoke indoors, and then now I've lived mm. for twenty years where you can't smoke indoors, smelling it was like this weird nostalgic, like made me want to play bar, uh, play darts, and drink like you know St. Petey's Girl or some weird beer that I haven't <laughs> had. Um. I wouldn't say it's my favorite though. Uh, I like cigar smell because I occasionally smoke a cigar. Um, oh, the smell of this is okay. I, this is my answer. I, okay, everything goes away. 
the, since we're hungry, the smell of onions and peppers and garlic cooking in olive oil. Because it could mean anything. Like it could mean you're going Indian. It could mean Italian. It could mean, and it's just the beginning of something that's going to be so fucking good. And you're going to eat oh. the shit out of it. It smells oh. like opportunity. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> opportunity of happiness. Oh, I love it. Uh, 57, best yeah. candy. Best candy. There was a candy um, growing up that I haven't seen anymore called, I think it was called a marathon bar. No, no, not marathon bar. Charleston Chew. That's what it was called. Mm. It was this weird bar called, called a Charleston Chew. It was long, about uh, six inches long. It was braided uh, caramel, harder but bendy caramel dipped in chocolate. Um, really good. It, I haven't seen it in years. Also, Jelly Babies are good, which is Doctor Who, uh, fourth Doctor Who's favorite candy as well. What do you eat? What is your candy? Reese's Pieces all oh, day, every about. day. You didn't say peanut butter candy. It's <laughs> its own category. Especially if they're coming straight out of a fridge, nice and oh. cold. Or some ice cream with chunks of it in there, and you get the vanilla, oh. and then you bite into it, and then you, you then, then there's a pizza and a bottle of wine you've just finished, and now you're going on the... Oh. <laughs> I'm going to start eating this list soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 58, worst candy. Uh, licorice, not, not, not red vines. They're, they're good. I oh, mean, yeah. like, like, uh, black licorice is, ooh, ooh. Yeah. no one not wants it. it. No, nobody, one. nobody. Also those weird peanuts, you know, those like orange peanuts, they look, they look like fake large, they look like the size of a thumb and it's orange. Yeah. What they're the like packing peanuts. Look at it's like things. a stale, irradiated marshmallow. It's horrible. <laughs> ooh. I don't know if they're supposed to be stale or if they no one's bought them for 20 years, so ah. they're just, like, sitting on a shelf for that long. Yeah, yeah I, probably. I don't know. Oh. Uh, 59. What's a restaurant you'd recommend? A restaurant I'd recommend? Well, because I'm in Southern California, uh, there is a thing we have here called In-N-Out. Ooh, and um, people have probably heard of this. It is really good. And, and it's I'm not going to tell you it's the best hamburger in the world because everyone's definition of hamburger is different. And like, you know, do you like a big thick hamburger? Do you like, but it is its own unique thing. Just like McDonald's is like McDonald's cheeseburger is its own unique thing. You wouldn't compare it to other cheeseburgers because it's a, it's a thing. So you have to come here and try in and out uh, double, double because it's a thing and it's excellent. So good. That's, that's, that's something on my list. I got to get around to that one of these days as a, as an East coast boy, I just got I got nothing here, you know? And and the fact that the fact that there's always a line, like yeah. you never just walk up to it in and out without there being twenty people in front of you. So yeah. Speaks volumes. Yeah. Uh sixty. What's a food you've never eaten? I have not eaten um sweetbreads. Oh, which old... which people go? What do you mean? You had a donut? I'm like no, mm-hmm. I learned that sweet bread is cow brains. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just can't, I can't, can't do it. I can't do it. Looks pretty gnarly. I'm yeah, not gonna lie there's just so much going on. Do you? I don't know if you remember there was a there was a, a VHS tapes that were going around when I was a kid called Faces of Death. 
And these were movies that oh. would actually be actual people that were, that were dying and they put them together as a clip show. What a terrible thing to sell to children. Um, but in one of the clips, it wasn't even a human, it was a monkey. And they would put this monkey's head to the table and they'd whack it until it was dead and they'd crack open its skull and eat its hot brains. And I'm just like, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm not eating brains. I don't care if you, go, if you change its name. Like, why, why would you change the name of brain meat to sweet bread? That is... <laughs> I mean, really? I kind of there was some guy in marketing who's like, the brains ain't selling, man. Yeah. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta yeah. punch this up a little bit. We gotta oh Don Draper God. this thing. <laughs> Such a scam. Ooh, yeah, it's a rough one. Uh, sixty-one. Flip of the script here. Strangest food that you have eaten. I've had a, a grasshopper. Oh. That's pretty weird. Uh, it was like a fried grasshopper. It was crunchy. Um, it wasn't bad. I wouldn't do it again, but it didn't taste bad. Okay. It was that thing where like an hour later, I'm like, oh, there's a leg in my tube. And you like, you see the little triangles of the leg, like the little, and you're like, why is that there? Um, but apparently it's a possible good source of protein for the planet. So. All right. Well, there you we'll go. See. Yeah. I'll have them pop open like a bag of chips or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 62, what's a typical day off? Um, a typical day off. I have, I have m- more days off than, than probably the normal person, just cause we, we take for four months, uh, let's make a deal. And then there's seven months where we're not taping. So in those seven months, I might be doing other acting jobs or I might be, you know, writing or hustling to try to sell something, but there's still a lot of time off in between that. So I tried to um uh I tried to walk a lot, you know. I tried to uh uh catch up on many TV shows so I can talk to people about TV shows because <laughs> it was like, have you seen this? And it's like, oh so um and I got you know, I got kids, they're still here in the house, so I like hanging out with them and playing music with them. Uh that's about it. Pretty good day. Yeah. yeah. Some video games. I have I love VR. I've been playing the, uh, oh, you can see in the background. Oh, not, yeah. Not you listening, but I have the Oculus, um, which is fun to play with. So I like the, this is a side topic, but, you know, everyone likes to shit on the metaverse, right? Yeah. And, and I agree that, um, what's his name, the Facebook dude? Oh, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is a freak. I mean, no, I'm not defending him as not being a freak, but I remember when I was a nerd that nerds were ridiculed and called stupid. And then the nineties the came and now nerds are awesome and nerds are cool. And, but wait, he's a nerd and he just came up with the metaverse. And I get that you can be negative on it, but yeah. at the same time, there's probably going to be some awesome shit. So back yeah. off haters. <laughs> <laughs> at least give it a chance. That's yeah. my biggest thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it has every chance to be the coolest thing in the world or a complete train wreck, but exactly. let's let it play out, you know? Yeah, if I want to get excited by it, yeah, don't, don't, don't make fun of me. I like it. Uh, 63. Oh, mm. a little, again, brand synergy here. Bucket list item you accomplished. Uh, so getting on whose line was a bucket list item. Oh. Um, I had, uh, <clears throat> I got on when it went over to the CW and I <laughs> People, sometimes I'll teach improv workshops and stuff, and people will say, how do you get on Who's Line? I'm like, it's very easy. Here's the three steps you need to get on Who's Line. One, do improv every weekend of your life from the time you're 19 to the time you're 40. Mm-hmm. 
to audition for whose line eight times and make it to the end, but never get hired. Mm-hmm. And then three, uh, have your best friend be the star of the show. So with those three steps, it's very easy to get on the who's line. Um, Just yeah, that, that was a, that was a bucket list forever. And I, I finally, uh, uh, finally got on and uh, i just wanted to get on once just so i could be like i did it um i came close to a couple other things that came close to being on saturday night live and even mm. though even though that is a way more of a you know career triumph and would could, could potentially make you huge that isn't really what i did like i didn't really do impressions i didn't really do characters mm. i did improv mostly as myself so whose line was really perfect for for what I had been training to do for 20 years. I love it. Yeah. 64 bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Uh I I read uh Into Thin Air by uh I forget his name, Krakauer, John Anyway, this dude climbed a big mountain and uh <laughs> and yeah. a lot of people died because <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> I would love, but I, it, you know, because I'm, I'm competitive, I'd be like, I could climb that mountain. Ooh. What would stop me from climbing that mountain right now? Well, your wife would kill you and your kids would. Uh, so probably not going to ever attempt uh, that bucket list item. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, 65, dubbed by previous guests, the realest question of the oh, bunch. Boy. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Oh, man. I had a, a a good friend in high school. Uh, Michelle Cheney was her name, and uh, we were we were good pals. And uh, I we haven't talked. I don't think I've spoken to her since a couple years after graduated. It was like, oh, I wonder why I haven't. Um, so yeah, that's that's. Uh, thanks for bringing me down, making me sad, Bob. Anytime. <laughs> now, if you look behind you, Michelle, come on out. Oh, how did you know? Oh my god. <laughs> I spent a lot of money flying around. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, 66. Uh, what game makes you feel nostalgic? I will I will tell you. I think it, it's going to be a video game. You, you can see it. People at home can't. But there's a picture right here uh, yeah. hanging on my wall. That is a, a autograph screen grab of part of the opening animation of the video game Dragon's Lair. Which oh, was the first yes. video game that was uh, an animated uh, game, and you had to at certain points you had to like hit sword or push up down to get to the next animation, otherwise it would go to a animation of you dying. And so they were on Kickstarter, and they were trying to raise money to make a Dragon's Lair movie. And um, if you donated a certain amount of money, you would get uh, a picture like that autographed by Don Bluth, who was the uh, guy that that drew. Uh, the Dragon's Lair stuff. So that's and whenever I hear Dragon's Lair music or see, or hear or, or see pictures of it, just makes me think about the arcades in the '80s, which were so cool. And going in with your roll of quarters, oh, blowing your allowance. <laughs> Dragon's Lair, by the way, was one of the the few games in my small uh, small town arcade I had here. Oh, you had Dragon's Lair. We had a, a Mortal Kombat two, a Dragon's Lair, some sort of racing something or other. I forget yeah. the other ones, but. That Dragon's Lair can be punishing. It's it's oh, gorgeous, yeah. absolutely it gorgeous, is. but yeah. it is a punishing game if you don't oh. know what you're doing. Yes, it is. Oh, very cool. Uh, 67. 
What game have you spent the most time playing? World of Warcraft, without a doubt. Yeah, that feels like a home run there. Yeah. <laughs> World of Warcraft. You, you know, I often use that as an analogy of how I wish my life was. And I, I, what I mean by that is whenever you play Warcraft, which is why it was so addicting, every time you play, something's better. Maybe you get a better sword. Maybe you get better armor. Maybe you are able to up one of your professions. It, there's improvement, every noticeable improvement every time you log in. And life is not like that. Like, you, you know, it's like you don't, you don't see that every day. And it's just like, oh, man, if, you, if someone could gamify life in that way, um, that would be great. Be pretty cool. Yeah. Zuckerberg, we're looking at Maybe. you. Come on. <laughs> Meta. Come on. Uh, 68. What's something you built with your own hands? Something I built with my own hands. I, uh, oh, I don't know if that's going to count. I built with my own hands using my 3D printer, Han Solo's uh, blaster from uh, Star Wars. Oh. I didn't really build it, but I did, you know, upload the stuff and create the slices and then print it and paint it and sanded it. Oh, that um, painting and sanding. Yeah. I, I, I don't even have to look to the judges. They're going to allow this. Yeah. <laughs> you have judges? Just a handful. They were like, dozen. They're like, you're not going to, this is the one question where we may be able to say something and you're denying us? No, they, wow. All of them have their hand in the air. I'm not even, <laughs> not giving them the right. No, no. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, 69. Best pickup line. Uh, 69. Nice. Yeah, well, I'm not the first to say that, am I? Uh, best pickup line. Uh, <laughs> you you gonna eat that? <laughs> Whew. People yeah. swooning, swooning right now listening to this pod. I love it. Uh, question seventy: Have you ever had any good nicknames? Uh, I was called Mop Head in grade school because of my unruly hair. Um, at, at the poker game I play, they call me Johnny Quads because one time I had four of a kind, and like that that became the nickname, uh, even though I hardly ever win. Um, this is a fun nickname. Uh, I did a TV show called uh, Pushing Daisies. It was a short-lived show. It was kind of a darling, critic's darling. And it was, gosh, what was the guy's name that directed Barry Sonnenfeld, who's kind of a famous director. Oh, right? yeah. And uh, he's this kind of eccentric guy, and he has a cowboy hat. And he gave me a I was I think I worked three or four days. And on day one, he goes, hey, you're Jonathan, huh? I go, yeah. He goes, from now on, you're fuckface. And I go, okay. <laughs> yeah, fuckface. But he was smiling the whole time he said this. He was he was not doing it in a mean way. But he just was like, "Yeah, hey, you're gonna be fuckface." He was like, "Okay, hey, fuckface, come on up." And it just was this. He called me fuckface for four days. It made no sense, but he smiled and was was joking about it. And so uh, couldn't get away with that uh, today. But uh, I thought it was pretty damn funny. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, and somehow still better than Johnny Quads. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, if my if I got the name Fuckface from uh, poker, that would be a different story. That's true. That's very true. Uh, Seventy one. Do you believe in love at first sight? Uh no, I don't. That's bullshit. Complete bullshit. Yeah. You gonna finish it? <laughs> now that that's gonna work. 
Uh, 72 was a big turnoff of yours. My One of my own brothers. As long as I say one of my own brothers, I'm not naming which one, and so I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just talks with his mouth full all the time. We go out to dinner, and he's just like, Hi, Mom. I drew up. You see Yellow Jackets yet? <laughs> just like, dude. Oh, and you see it. You see, it, it looks like a, it, it, his mouth looks like a washing machine with like white towels in it <laughs> where you can see it like moves in, in a circle oh, oh yeah Blech. oh yeah that's rough uh 73 do you consider yourself an artist uh sure yeah yeah in a way, like I, I i i say it in a way that i don't take myself too seriously but but yeah i like it uh, 74, what's something you tried to cook and failed? Tried to cook and failed. You know, I'm a pretty good cook. Mm-hmm. And I would like to say that, like, most of that credit goes to Blue Apron, which is this meal delivery service. But because we've done it for so long, and the recipes are so simple, and I've cooked so many recipes, I, like, I've become, like, good at cooking. Like, I know wow. how long it takes to chicken. But the stuff that I failed at before is there's nothing worse than having people over and you cook chicken and they cut into it and it's pink in the middle. Oh. And you're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And someone has already taken a bite. You're like, should I, should I throw up or what should I? Like, I think you're okay. I don't know. <laughs> and, oh, God. It's just embarrassing. And I've done that. I had a dinner party and I undercooked chicken. Some people had eaten it and some were like, oh, God. It's so embarrassing. Oh, the worst. It is the worst. Uh, 75 dubbed the Ben Hansen after the very uh, first guest of this year's show. No. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? Gosh. I guess I'd have to go with uh, an impressionist. Yeah. Man, oh, man. I don't know. That's such a, such a weird question. I'm not really a good art person as far as when you say art, I think of paintings and pictures and, and and things like that but i guess it could be any kind of art um I'll, you know here, here's my answer without actually being an answer is that there there's a japanese style of writing in art which is if, if you if you stop at the wrong time or do something wrong it rips through the paper i forget what it's called but it, that reminds me of improv comedy because it's very much you kind of have to have the flow and you have to so i'm that's going to be my answer just to tie it into a, a bullshit non-answer. How does that work? <laughs> judges? Judges? <laughs> They're going to allow it. This oh, okay. is, right. this is right. wild. <laughs> uh, 76. Have yeah. you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal? Uh, no. That's bullshit. Much like love at first sight. <laughs> what about a ghost that no. you're hitting on at the bars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 77 would you ever use a ouija board uh sure yeah to to mostly scare and freak out people that believe in bullshit ghosts <laughs> my, my my joke to not my joke but my statement is because because my wife sometimes believes in ghosts i'm like i'm like oh yeah it's like yeah i think i saw you know i saw a ghost and someone says i saw a ghost like oh yeah what were they wearing oh um well they're wearing like a yellow shirt so so the shirt is a shirt ghost do <laughs> right because the, the the shirt has to be also be a ghost. Yeah. And if they're wearing underwear, the underwear has to be ghost underwear. <laughs> so the yeah, I 
the ghostliest socks they've ever seen scooting people have invited me occasionally on the podcast where it's like you're going to be the skeptic and we have three or four oh. uh experts here and gosh after five minutes they all fucking hate me <laughs> they just they just hate me because i don't i i, I I don't play along. I just call them out as frauds and idiots, and then they get really upset. I'm like, "But you, you asked me to be here as the skeptic. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the job you wanted." Oh, oh that's hilarious. Uh, Seventy-eight. Simply, why? The answer to that is is mathematical. It's Ooh. it's uh, as. As X approaches infinity, one over X to the E log. I don't expect you to understand or anyone else. This is a much higher level. I've explained it the best I can for your human brain to understand, but we're not capable of. The judges are stunned. I I just, (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. Uh, 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? Hmm. I would travel back 20 seconds to have a better answer. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Uh, if I could time travel to any period, uh, um, I think the, I think I'd, I think I'd dig like some part of the Roman empire would be pretty cool. Uh, or maybe even further back to like the, uh, the, when, when Egypt was in its heyday, just to see like, is there some technology that that they had that we have lost? Like, how do they build these pyramids? We still don't understand this makes sense. Like, to go back then and be like, oh, shit, they have a thing, and this is what it does, and it'd, it'd be cool to see what's, what's missing. Yeah. Uh, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> plenty, of, right plenty of sudden dramatic... I'm going to be a vegan uh, to day two. And that was ended. Um, I'm going to join Bally's and work out every single day. Nope. Uh, uh, yeah. Workout, diet, meditation. Um, the, the, the list of things that I've started and stopped is endless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 81. What game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Uh, I'd like to be on is Survivor a game show? Would you call Survivor a game show? Sure, yeah. I would love to be on Survivor. I would love to. I love being out and having to like be competitive and like make teams and make things out of wood and branches and scheme and camping. And that sounds like a fun, more more fun than me than being in a studio answering questions or something like that. Ah. <laughs> uh going like spear fishing or whatever they do yeah. to get the oh gosh that does look like a lot that. of fun uh 82 what's a quote that you love i have to think first of well there's there's two parts because first you have to think of a quote that you know <laughs> <laughs> then you have to decide if you love it or not yeah um gosh ah uh we are the knights who say me <laughs> that would be my quote all timer that's Monty Python. Ugh. Uh 83. What's the best shirt that you own? Gosh, I never have think about my shirts. So now I have to consider each shirt and give Just it Just like the proper... quote one again. Yeah, you got to yeah, yeah, it's like 
I don't think of quotes or shirts or art or art pieces. Um, the best shirt is this kind of outer shirt that I just got not too long ago. That's probably why it's the best because it's like not overly wrinkled or washed too many times. It's just a green button down kind of shirt. It's meant to like go over another shirt. You're not really even supposed to button it. You can. Um, and it's kind of, it's, it's a little on the heavier side of shirts. So it's like good for like a cool day. Yeah. Um, that's my current favorite shirt, man. I like it. I like yeah. it. Uh, 84, would you change your middle name? Uh, would I change it? I don't think so. It's Joseph. Jonathan Joseph Mangum. I'm a junior. My dad had the same name. Oh. Um, if I change my middle name, um, I think I'd probably just lose it. I just, I just cut it out. I don't use it. Ooh. Yeah. I like that answer. I don't yeah. get that a lot. Just, just trim it cut right it out. out of there. <laughs> I just got cut the first name to just be Mangum. Ooh, like share. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good. Uh, 85. What's a good impression you can do? Jack Nicholson. It's perfect. Have you heard my Jack Nicholson? <laughs> I nailed that shit. I thought he was in the room. <laughs> perfect. Um, and again, part part of the the uh, Saturday Night Live auditions were show up and do five impressions, oh. and I don't do any impressions. So I I came out on stage, and um, uh, I said uh, I'm not going to do some impressions of uh, Robert De Niro, uh, William Shatner, and I, and I listed a bunch, and then I just started going, "Arg, Arg, Spock, Arg, get to the brick." And I stopped, said nothing. I went to the next impression. Are you looking at me? Uh, and then I stop and I just go, I should mention that I'm doing them all as pirates. <laughs> <laughs> that was my joke. That I just did five of the same pirate character and said it was impressions of people. It, it got a laugh. It, I was happy. I was like, because I was afraid that that was just going to die. Uh, like uncomfortable comedy. But they, they appreciated that I was being weird. So that made me really? happy. Oh, so good. No impressions is the answer. None. Uh, 86, is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? Um, I do not have any tattoos, and I don't think I want to get any. But since we were talking about earlier about SNL, I will tell you one of my favorite Tina Fey lines mm -hmm. I've ever heard. Tina Fey was doing a show with Rachel Dratch at a comedy festival, and they were doing a scene where they were just playing dudes like their whole thing was hey man i'm a guy and they were saying things that guys would say just random shit and one of the lines was um where would you do, do you want a tattoo where would you get and tina Fey's line was if i if i got a tattoo it'd be a dollar sign on my nutsack so it looks like a cartoon money bag <laughs> I laughed for about five days. That killed me. <laughs> Cartoon money bag. Amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, it is. Uh, 87. How would you describe your 16-year-old self? Uh, pimply. Mm -hmm. Uh, pimply, awkward, uh, uh, unaware. <laughs> distracted uh tied up in knots uh and unfriendly 
What a combo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? The worst injury? I, I called my friend Robbie Harrison, who lived down the street. I, I was mad at him, and I, I insulted him. And he started chasing me, and I jumped in between a wall and a motorcycle, and my knee hit the tire of the motorcycle, and I twisted and fell backwards, and then the motorcycle fell on me. Oh, And I didn't really break anything, but there was scabs all up and down my back, and I had a blue, like, fluid sack on my knee for, like, a couple months. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. road rash somehow from just somehow, near a motorcycle. I fell, yeah, it was it was not. Well, I haven't broken any bones or anything, so I've, I've been pretty pretty lucky that way. Hey, knock on wood. Yeah. Uh, Eighty nine. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Uh, a little too much TV in the morning. I uh, mm-hmm. I wake up about seven. Kids are getting ready for school. I make a cup of coffee. I sit down in front of the TV just to see what's happening. And there's all kinds of shit happening now, but I'll yeah. sit there for probably a little too long. I, I don't want to be there. For, I, it, it takes 10 to 15 minutes to turn on the news just to get the gist. And I probably sit there for maybe like 45 to an hour. I need to get up and start doing shit. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, question 90 on the home stretch here. Oh, boy. Have you ever lied on your resume? I don't think I have. I, the The only resumes, fortunately, since I, I, I got to mostly be doing acting right out of college or, or performance, I didn't really have to do like your traditional resume for work. So it's just acting resume. No, I, I, I never have. Uh, I never have lied on, on a resume. Never have. Commendable. Very nice. Thanks. <laughs> uh, 91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I've been punched in the face. I don't think I've ever punched anyone in the face. Um, partially because I had an aluminum bat and they just had a, a tiny knife. But I'm no, I, I've never punched anyone in the face. Okay. Been punched okay. in college. Again, tomorrow's yeah. another day. Maybe it is. <laughs> so, the Starbucks barista makes that drink the wrong way. And he... <laughs> right. That's how you teach them. <laughs> Uh, 92, would you ever go to a nude beach? Would I ever go to a nude beach is different than asking, would you ever get nude on the beach? So yeah, I guess I'd go. Uh, probably, like most dudes, I'd, if someone said, hey, you want to go to a nude beach? Like, yeah, man. You'd go there expecting to see, like, you know, hot babes on the beach, and it's just a bunch of dudes with their wingers hanging out. Yeah. That's kind of what, like, <laughs> that's what I imagine would end up happening. Um, so, so I would go expecting to be disappointed. You just missed the bus. The Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders were here. <laughs> they just left. They just left. <laughs> ah, just my luck. Uh, 93. Somehow not the realest question. Uh, when was the last time you cried? I cry at weird things. Like, not expected things. Like, uh, when I watch... Like watching m- m- movies with my kids, I'll, I'll show them movies that I love growing up, like Top Secret. We talk about other movies too. When a when something is when a comedy bit is so good or something is done so perfectly, uh, it, it just like the, the emotion just kind of well, I'll just like start to feel tears. And it's not sadness; it's just 
when something that it is so good, and I remember it being good and it's still good, that that kind of pushes my my buttons. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, 94, what's something you've done and will probably never do again? Something I've done that I will never do again. Uh, had kids twice. That's not happening again. Uh, I jumped off a very high cliff Ooh. in Hawaii and landed in the water. And it wasn't like a legit cliff where like, oh, you walk up the stone stairs and stand on the nice lip. No, this was like you're climbing up a muddy bank and you have to grab these branches to keep you from slipping just to get to the place where. But there were all these kids doing it, locals. I'm like, I can do this. So I got my way up there and I jumped and uh, I want to say it was probably 50 to 60 feet and you're supposed to go feet first. And I did, but my one arm came up. And so the, the force of the water, my arm burst some blood vessels in my, in my arm. Whoa. Not as bad as when I tripped over the motorcycle and it fell on me. So I didn't mention it then, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not jumping off any high places any, anymore. I can't blame you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 95 what's the best compliment you ever received gosh it's weird you don't remember the compliments you just remember the people <laughs> that was terrible uh you know the, the uh, uh, my favorite kind of compliment is an unsaid one it's just when you make a joke in an improv show and it gets a big reaction and the reaction holds for a while so the applause and laughter is kind of ah, and it's still up there to the point where I feel like, no, 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 stop, bring it. You don't don't keep laughing at this, but they still do. Like that's that's the highest compliment. When they're when they're laughing more than you think they should, it's something you've done. <laughs> Everyone, please settle down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've never said that, but, yeah, but there are, it, mentally you're like, okay, that this is not like you, you could, and it keeps going. Then that's like, okay, that's that's a good compliment. That's big. Uh, 96, tell me a joke. Drew Carey told me this joke, and so uh, I'm going to repeat it because it makes me laugh. It's one of my favorite jokes. I don't think he came up with it, though. You may have, you might have heard it because it's, it's gone around <laughs> over the last couple of years. Uh, what's the worst possible thing to hear when you're giving Willie Nelson a blowjob? Hmm. I don't know. What is the worst possible thing to hear when giving uh, Willie Nelson a blowjob? I'm not Willie Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) For the record, I have not heard that one. I love that joke. I I don't think he wrote it, but uh, he he did tell it to me, so I I love him for that. Brilliant. Uh, 97, 97 used to be a question I came up with that uh, just wasn't all that good. So I, uh, re- threw it out and replaced it with the listener question of the week. All right. Uh, so, uh, if any of our wonderful listeners have questions that they want to see used in future episodes, it's 99questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on the Twitter. Uh, so I cheated and took two because Ooh, nice. it's my show and why not? You can do uh, <laughs> Uh, first one from Wanderer. Thank you, Wanderer. Hello. Saying, uh, Jonathan, what's your favorite anime? Man, I don't. I'm not into the anime. Mm. Um, would you consider uh, 
like Spirited Away being anime or no? Not really. I would say so. Okay, the Miyazaki then, type. Yeah. Uh... Miyazaki is awesome. Uh, I, Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke are two amazing movies. There's a cool exhibit of his right now in Los Angeles that you can go to at the Academy Museum. There's a whole floor dedicated to his, uh, oh, wow. his, all his life's work. So I would say that as far as the other anime, I'm just not, I just couldn't, I don't know enough about it. That's fair. Yeah. And we got our second question from BL1226. Thanks, BL. Uh, do you have any standout bits, sketches, or characters from all your years in comedy? Thanks. <laughs> what a broad question, but... bits. Uh... <laughs> So the thing about improv is that um, you don't like you 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 don't remember like you do it and then it's gone. It's like a test in school. You take the test and then it's it don't you don't remember it. So no, I don't I don't have um, a bit. I guess there's, there's there's one thing little thing that I that I that I still like to say that I remember. They'll say it in a show if I'm if I'm doing a character that's like doing a commercial or something. I'll say. Um, <clears throat> If you're like me and who doesn't, then you'll love the new. <laughs> if if you're like me and who doesn't, I just that just makes me laugh. Uh, but other than that, no, I don't have any set bits or or things that I'll that I'll do. It's all it's all made up for me. I love it. Uh, but hey, thank you, Wanderer and BL. Wonderful wonderful questions. Uh, ninety eight. What made you want to be who you are today? uh awkward social interactions um <laughs> mostly uh and a love hate relationship with humans that'll do it <laughs> <laughs> that is the recipe that's the that, that's that, the chemical that is, formula there that is the chemical formula <laughs> that is the sweetbreads of this <laughs> uh top of the mountaintop here here we go Question 99. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, if people can just say, oh, that guy, he made me laugh a couple times. That, that'd that be great. Uh, that'd be great. A couple times would be great. Well, Jonathan, I can tell you, you made me laugh several times here. Hey, we're we're on record hey. here. Hey. <laughs> uh, this was fantastic. I, I wish I had more questions for you, but legally I have to stop here. Uh, oh, I, 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 there's not many answers that you haven't pried out of me. Um, uh, but thanks for having me on. Super cool idea for a podcast. I mean, oh. there's a bunch of podcasts out there, of course, as, as you know. And um, it's always like, yeah, what's, that's the same shit as this other. I, this is very unique. I, I think it's great, man. Oh, well, thank you so much. It means a lot. Uh, now, is there anything you'd want to plug, promote? Uh, waft into the ears of our wonderful listeners uh anything at all the floor is yours sure uh let's make a deal is a fun game show if you're ever in los angeles and want to come play you can um, go to cbs.com uh and then click on let's make a deal and sign up come win yourself a car if you if you're not um you can also sign up because we have people playing from home uh and if not you can just watch it on tv uh also whose lives anyway is on the cw hopefully there'll be a, a new season don't know yet and also all the repeats are now on HBO Max. And then I have a YouTube channel called You Jokes, capital U-J-O-K-E-S, where we have uh, lots of different content on. Um, uh, lots of the Who's Line people have appeared on that. 
Uh, and uh, Carolyn Page, one of your uh, recent guests, has, has her show called uh, Fuck, Mary Kill Champions, which uh, still appears on the UJOKES channel. So come check that out, too. I'm on Twitter, at Mangum1, Insta, at Jonathan Mangum, and then uh, MySpace. <laughs> I, I don't have a handle there. You just have to just figure it out. There he is, the legend, Jonathan Mangum. I, my sincere thanks uh, to him for doing this. That was so much fun. Uh, but I can't just be yapping to him all day. We got a red light on. It's last call time. We got to figure out what we learned here today. We learned that whoever added those extra clauses to Jack Nicholson's contract has to be the same person behind remarketing innards as sweetbread. That's just, that's just marketing genius. We learned through a little Googling that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mom is Blythe Danner. Uh, Blythe Danner. And we learned that her father, uh, Rowdy Randy Piper. Fun fact. We learned that Indiana Jones secretly took improv classes. We learned that Australia has the best coffee, and we learned that I will never see cartoon money bags in the same way again. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a full pepperoni pizza and a bottle of wine. Just call in my name. I will see you in two weeks for our next episode. But until then, thank you, and good night.